expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened down 18 points this morning from yesterday's close at 16,434 on turnover of 2.46 billion NT. The market closed slightly higher on Thursday as tech heavyweights staged a technical rebound from the previous session, as investors opted to shrug off a plunge on Wall Street overnight. However, turnover remained capped as investors remained cautious about escalating tensions in the Middle East after the U.S. vetoed a draft resolution at the United Nations Security Council urging a humanitarian pause in the Gaza Strip. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs says a delegation of officials and business representatives from Lithuania will visit Taiwan next week. The visit will be focusing on discussions aimed at advancing bilateral exchanges in financial technology and other fields. According to the foreign ministry, the delegation will also meet with President Tsai Ing-wen and other senior government officials during its four-day stay. The delegation will be led by the Speaker of the Lithuanian Parliament and will include her foreign policy advisor and the country's deputy finance minister. The foreign ministry says members of the delegation will participate in a financial technology forum and visit the ultra-fast Laser Technology Research and Innovation Center in Tainan. While the Speaker of the Lithuanian Parliament is scheduled to address the Legislative Yuan. Canada's foreign minister says the country has recalled 41 of its diplomats from India after the Indian government said it would revoke their diplomatic immunity, escalating a spat over the slaying of a Sikh separatist in Canada. The move comes after Canadian allegations that India may have been involved in the June killing of Hardeep Singh Nijar in suburban Vancouver. India has accused Canada of harboring separatists and terrorists, but it has dismissed the allegations of its involvement in the killing as absurd and has taken diplomatic steps to express its anger over the accusation. Two prominent ex-governors are first to put their hats in the ring for the race to become Indonesia's next president. The Southeast Asian nation goes to the polls in February next year in the world's largest direct presidential vote. Patrick Falk reports. Presidential hopefuls Ganja Pranowo and Anis Baswedan registered their applications at the General Election Commission, escorted by leaders of the Indonesian Democratic Party of Struggle. They're two of three expected contenders to succeed President Joko Widodo. Both promise strong growth, job creation and better public services in the country. 
Former Special Forces Commander Prabowo Subianto is expected to make a third run at the presidency, having lost to Chikawi in 2014 and 2019. He's yet to announce his running mate amid speculation he could be joined by the president's son, Gibran Rakbuming Raka. Patrick Fock, Singapore. The European Union has demanded Meta and TikTok detail their efforts to curb illegal content and disinformation during the Israel-Hamas war. The 27-nation bloc's executive branch on Thursday formally requested that the social media companies provide information on how they're complying with pioneering new digital rules aimed at cleaning up online platforms. Meta and TikTok were asked to explain what they've done to reduce the risk of spreading and amplifying terrorist and violent content, hate speech and disinformation. The Israel-Hamas war is putting the new digital rules to the test. Elon Musk's social media platform X faced the EU's first formal request under the rules last week. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again next week for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday and English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.